Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's also Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At DeGeneres975. At ESPN975. Can text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. It's a What Are the Odds Wednesday. So when you call, text, tweet, Twitch, whatever the hell you do, put odds on it. And a lot of people keep asking me this. Ryan asked, when AJ leaves, does the Zadok gym jingle go as well? Uh, of course it does. No. It, I'm going to use that in my new job. Yeah, except we own the rights to it. So uh, <laughs> Now, I, I, we're going to do something with it. I, I'm, think, I'm thinking of trying to get somebody famous to do it. Like, more famous than even AJ. Good luck. Yeah, well, that's true. It's going to be hard to find somebody that AJ, you've become very famous, I have to tell you. Thank you. Wouldn't it be cool if we could get him to do it? It would be the best gym. It would be big. It would be tremendous. There would never be a bigger gym. That is true. So, but yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. I just, it's one of the many things that I don't even, I don't even know what, Anything's going to look like here in a couple of weeks, so not ready to think about it yet. Overweight Pats fan gets Stephen A. No, I don't want Stephen A. doing it. I, I don't, there's a lot of guys I don't want. I don't want Cowherd doing it. I don't know who's the, the biggest. I guess is is who's the biggest ESPN national radio guy now? Is it Greenberg? Yeah. Now that he's back, Keyshawn. Mm. I think I think Greenberg's still the bigger the biggest star there. Like. Um, I, Stephen A. Smith. Well, yeah, that's what he said. I said no. You, you think Stephen? A., you think? But uh, is he? Is he? Yeah, I guess he is still part of the radio thing. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying he's the best radio guy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's okay. No, we'll we're, we'll find somebody, and the song remains the same as uh, the late great uh, Led Zeppelin once named an album. But we'll we'll mix it up. That, that's what you do. Technically, I think, uh, uh, yeah, Scott Van Pelt. That might be bad. I mean, badass, excuse me. Yeah. Get that AJ's might. favorite, Sarah Spain, to do it. Yeah. Or Fred's favorite, Ramona Shelburne. Yeah. I'm I'm certain he is. Here's the thing, though. These people all take themselves so seriously. They're not singing some stupid jingle. Yeah. Freddie Coleman might. Or they'll want money from Zadok Jewelers, which I, right. you know, I, I've... I've gotten, you know, a couple Rolexes from them, but I never took cash. Like, you're welcome. Actually, I never did get a Rolex from them. But if they wanted to give me a, a goodbye watch, I would understand. Like, hey, you've brought a lot of great attention to our business. We'd like to put this fine timepiece on your wrist to take to Las Vegas. I'd be okay with that, Mr. Zadok. Where, the, the one place where you really don't need to know what time it is. No, that's so. true. <laughs> you end up selling it for blackjack money. Uh, yeah, which reminds me, I need to give away this uh, book. How, how about that for a transition? Attention all you degenerate blitzers and AJ. Tired of getting up from the blackjack table wondering where your money went so fast? <laughs> the new book, Blackjack, Fight to Win, The True Million Dollar Strategy is what you need. Author Addie Guillory reveals the secrets to not just playing blackjack, but playing to win. His groundbreaking book, Blackjack, Fight to Win, The True Million Dollar Strategy is making winners out of players of all skill levels, even AJ's. If you want to move beyond chasing it with nickel and dime betting or want to learn the game of blackjack the right way, 
This is the book for you. Right now it's 611. We'll take caller number 3 to 713-780-3776. You want a copy of the book for free? I need a copy of that book. If you don't win, make sure to pick up your copy of Blackjack Fight to Win, The True Million Dollar Strategy at blackjackproduction.com. I bet you they could probably get you one. And, and notice I made it 611 because I'm never doing anything at 610. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I heard Joel say today, 610 start for the Astros. I was like, oh, just say 609. Yeah. And pl- pl- look, it started early it was 605 anyway. 605 was supposed to be, so Joel was wrong. He was Joel, Joel's a lying. 610 homer anyway. Should have known. I should have fired his ass when I had power around this place. I'm just kidding. Ooh, how about Cal McNair to do the, to do the jingle? That would take way yeah, too long. That, that would be the whole segment, right? Yeah. It's the gem. What's a gem, guys? Of 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 the of the off the day. Zadokis. Poor Cal. Uh I I I, I feel bad for I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to reach out and find that common ground where we can be on the same team. So um, I, I, I want to know where you guys come down on this, but there is a big festival going over in China. And uh, just want to know if it's something you'd be interested in. Okay. And uh, people tried to stop it, but it, it went on. It's the start of the dog meat festival. Ooh. 5,000 animals are set to be butchered over the next 10 days. Hey, man. There is a chicken shortage. We've got to admit. Right. I had thigh stop last night. How was it? Uh, it, it was solid. It was... Um, <laughs> it's, not the, it's not what I'd hoped it was. I thought they were going to be like... Like the size of wings you get, like the size of thighs you get it. like if you went to a, a, a Frenchie's KFC or a Popeye's or, or KFC. Yeah. They're miniature thighs. These baby chickens? What they equate to are, ba- they're basically giant wings. They're like monster wings. Not bad. They were a little dry, but, you know, what are you going to do? I would eat again. What I didn't like from Wingstop, and this was my wife's fault. She doesn't know how to order Wingstop, and it, we don't usually go to Wingstop, but everyone knows those those rolls from Wingstop. Those things are dry as hell. It, that, that's it's not what you're. It's never what you're hoping for. So she ordered those, thinking they would be good, and I was like, no. And then she was upset that their fries are soggy, which their fries are always soggy, notoriously soggy fries. The way to order the sides at Wingstop is go with the Cajun corn, which is basically like the corn you would get at a crawfish boil. Delicious. So if we were to order again from Thigh Stop, it would be uh, the the 15-pack of thighs with Cajun corn on the side. Um, and what I also found today was that Rick Ross is an investor in, uh, in Thigh Stop. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Oh. Yeah, they used him to announce it. Yeah. So <laughs> How do you overcook chicken thighs? It's dark meat. That- yeah, well. Shame. They're so small though, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And th- listen, when you're at a restaurant, I guess you're you're worried that you're going to undercook things like with chicken, you, you they they always say with chicken you'd rather overcook than undercook, even though to me, I'd rather have juicy chicken and risk it. <laughs> 
Like when I grill chicken at home, my wife is always like, you need to put that back on. There's, there's, there's pink. And I'm just like, yeah, that pink tastes good. If that pink's gone, there's going to be a dry-ass chicken. But what are you going to do? Yeah, mine, mine tends to over overcook chicken bacon mostly. Like I hate really well done bacon. I don't like well. I like uh, flimsy bacon. I do too. I and I can always tell with it when she's mad at me because she'll she cooks it the way she wants it, and when she's not mad at me, she'll pull some of them off while they're still flimsy for me. So, uh. Can we talk about the uh, the checking of these pitchers? Sure. So yesterday, obviously, Max Scherzer got checked multiple times during a game. He eventually and it was not cheating and eventually walked off the mound staring at Joe Girardi. And Joe Girardi came out of the dugout like he was going to fight Max Scherzer. And I, I don't know where I come down on managers threatening to fight players, uh, but Joe Girardi got ejected for it. And then Sergio Romo basically took his pants off. I wish he would have gone all the way. Yeah. I think that's the move. If you take your hat, your belt, your glove off, and then you pull your pants down, pull them all the way down to your ankles. That would have been even funnier. But alas, also not cheating. This is It's going to get out of hand, and it's already getting out of hand. I think there has to be some sort of, if you if you call it out, like a challenge, like you call it out, and you're wrong, there goes one of your challenges for the game. Or there's got to be some sort of punishment if you accuse someone of cheating, they stop the game to check it, and you're wrong. Because pitchers, it's so much about rhythm, and you you have a guy in a rhythm, and then you pull him off the mound to check his glove, check his hat, check his belt. You're taking him out of his rhythm. It's completely nonsensical. So there has to be some kind of a way... That, that you, if you, or, or a limit, either a, a punishment or a limit on how many times you're allowed to do this. Well, here's an easy way to do it. Number one, the managers, they can bring it to the umpire's attention and let the umpire watch and see. And if he feels it's warranted, then he can go out and do that. Uh, I, I don't think a, a manager should be able to go say, hey, he's doing this. You need to go check him. Yeah. I, I think that needs to be eliminated. And and the onus is on the umpires, and if they see something, because you know, they get the, they see the balls when they hit the the dirt, and they have to throw them out. If they see something suspicious, or if they see the pitcher doing something suspicious, then they can go check them. I mean, I think that's pretty simple, right? Yeah, and start with that. And if nothing comes of it, okay, you get to do it twice. You can do it two times in a game if you're the umpire. Even then, man, two times is a lot. Well, that, that, I think it would evolve into just one because yeah, you, you can't. I mean, a guy could easily find a way to fool you on the first one. So it's kind of like having the split drug test. Like if you see, okay, um, there's some sort of there's some sort of like because the, the the umpire could, like they change out balls so often the umpire can look at the ball and if you see something that that gives you reasonable doubt to check him. Go check him. But w- what we can't have is, oh, this guy's pitching really well. We need to stop the game yeah. and check him out. Well, and that's, that's, to me, that's like the, uh, the defense that's playing against a, um, an air raid offense. That's and then going they lay down. Pay, uh, pace and then they pretend to get a oh, hamstring. I'm hurt. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's what it is. It's gamesmanship. I'm not a fan. 
And the game's slow enough as it is, guys. It, for it's real, that's what I said. Baseball's all, yeah. they've got a, a pace of play problem. This ain't going to fix it. No, well, that, that's my solution. Not sure if you saw Girardi's explanation in the post game. He claims he's watched, not ver, this is not verbatim from it, but he's watched every game Max Scherzer has ever pitched, and Max Scherzer has never touched his hair when on the mound. Because he would know, he's watched so much of Max Scherzer on the mound, the fact that Max Scherzer took off his hat and run his hands through his hair to get some sweat. He's never done that. So that means that he's obviously got something stuck in his hair that he's cheating with. Well, turns out you were wrong, sir. Hmm. Uh, all right. We will uh, move on to some other sportsy stuff when we come back. I got some more NFL for you. All right. I got to tell you guys about TGS insurance. You want to save money on your homeowner's insurance. TGS is the way to do just that. And it, guys, you could, I'm not talking about like a couple bucks here and there. I'm talking about real money, like saving. I, the average customer saves over $900 a year. Uh, I saved over $1,000 a year by switching to TGS, and it took 15 seconds of my life to do it. Basically, they ask you, you, you text the word money to 232323. They'll ask for your address. You reply back with that, and with 15 seconds, you're going to have a full and firm insurance quote. And if you like it, Cool. You let them know, hey, let's get started. You'll docu-sign a few things. They'll get you refunded out of your old policy and start you saving money immediately. If you don't like it, you throw it away and you never have to worry about it. You don't deal with it. If, if they can't save you money, well, it's not like you're, you're forced into changing. That's not the case. They, why, wouldn't you tr- why wouldn't you check it out? There's so much upside and no downside. Once again, text the word money. To 23, 23, 23. It's fast. It's easy. They only use A-rated insurance. You're going to see what you can save with my good friends over at TGS Insurance. This is The Blitz Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Uh, we're going to try this again because this was on our end. Whose fault is this? With the phones. Who's to blame? I mean, I'm the producer. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. You're taking a bullet for somebody else. Shame. It's okay. But it's not one of us, so I don't really Look at care. Ryan Mountcastle there. Who? <laughs> uh, Fantasy gold, buddy. Uh, the Astros. Is that because he like banged a sand, sand castle or something? I think so, yeah. Okay. He mounted a castle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Was the, it in the shape of a mermaid? The Astros uh, off to a, a good start early here. Uh, Correa with a two-run double, and then Kyle Tucker bloops one down the left field line uh, that scores Correa, and the Astros up 3 nothing. Heading into the bottom of the first. So, uh, I, last night they sweated a little bit. I don't think they're going to sweat today. Um, yeah, probably not. And, you know, it's a good thing Kyle Tucker lost those 10 pounds or else that ball would have been caught. That's true. Uh, Might have hit it harder. All right, so it's 622, caller three. You will get uh, the blackjack fight to win, the true million-dollar strategy giveaway. So, uh, well, there's a, there's a hit already for your Orioles. Isn't that one of your oh, that's Orioles? Cedric Mullins. That's yeah. yeah, he's he's on my team. There you go. Oh, good hit. Man, I didn't see it. I was looking I was 
win back one, locked in on the show. Win one for the AJs. Yeah. Take that, Urquidy, who's not on my team. <laughs> but I'd prefer him not to have gotten a double. It would have been better if he would have stole second base, just for my purposes, but whatever. Um, Bryce says, I, I think this is all a new strategy. Like AJ mentioned, get the pitcher off his rhythm, whether they truly believe the guy is cheating or not. Girardi now owns space in Scherzer's head now. Can we... Can I make a plea that we retire the space in someone's head comment? It, it's, it, it is so overused, and it, it, at this stage, I think it's, can we just retire it and put it in the same box with it is what it is? And I consider it retired, Fred. Okay, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I get that it's a strategy. I don't like it. Not a fan. So, um, I, I think there's there's ways to do this that they should be able to figure out and not not disrupt games and not let people do that. I get baseballs about gamesmanship, but the same people who are praising that are the same ones bitching about sign stealing. This baseball fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put, I don't know who's worse, baseball fan or golf fan. I haven't decided. And like golf fan who sits at his TV and then calls in to say, oh, this guy, this guy cheated. Here it is on TV. I think that guy's probably the worst, but nerdy baseball guy is right there with him. Looking at the uh, the AL MVP odds, yeah, it, it's a two horse race at this point. And is baseball the only sport where they don't care if you make the playoffs or not? As far as being the MVP? Um, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think basketball. I mean, everybody. Yeah, makes everybody the else. Yeah. But, um, and, and, I mean, football, you have to you have to be a quarterback. Yeah. Too, you so. got to be a winning quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the two favorites right now, neither one is on a team that is, if the playoffs were to start today, would be headed there. Um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is the current front runner. I think I prefer Shohei Otani. He struck out nine guys in six innings today. Mm. Again, this guy is a he is a treasure to me. I I'm I normally hate everything about the Angels. I really like Shohei Otani. I'm I'm a Shohei Otani fan. Hate the Angels. There's nothing there, there, there's nothing about them to hate. They spend a bunch of money and they never win. You know what? You're right. It, it's, but they're they're starting to I'm starting to come around on them because I like Anthony Rendon even though he hasn't done much this year. Yeah, but I, and I I'm a I'm a full blown Shohei Otani fan. I like him as I mean he's probably the the second best hitter in the AL right now behind Guerrero. But when you add in the fact that he's pretty damn solid on the bump, I feel like that's the MVP. He's a two way player doing well at both. I, I, you lost me when you said full-blown because I had Deshaun Watson. Oh, what uh, else is new? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think, obviously, it's it's early yet, and Mike Trout being dead is kind of... That opened things uh, up. It, it opened things up. But I think it kind of depends because I still think either one of those teams could get on a run and make the playoffs. And if they did because of that guy, I think that might break the tie. The, just, there's There's... They're they're both kind of in that no man's land right now, but if they reel off eight or nine in a row, then the uh, the current odds have Vlad plus one hundred five, Otani plus one hundred fifty, 
The next closest guy, Xander Bogarts, plus 2,400. Uh, then Mike Trout, plus 2,750. Hey, are there any Astros at all on there? No. Byron Buxton, plus 3,000. That's the that, top five. Which is kind of ridiculous. The you have here's how you have to go down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Tenth favorite, Jose Altuve, plus four thousand. Oh, Jordan's also plus four thousand. Okay, there you go. Because I was saying Jordan and Brantley deserve some some love here. Brantley doesn't have listed odds. Bregman and, and, plus forty four hundred. Guriel too. Correa plus five thousand. But the fact that there's like a plus 100 and a plus 150, and then the next thing is plus 2,300. Yeah. It's between these two guys. Uh, but you know what? That, this is why you, this is the perfect time to bet one of those other guys. In case they oh, get injured. Either one. I mean, and we've seen Otani, Otani get hurt a lot of times. Before, yeah. And Vlad could go cold, and the, and the Blue Jays totally fall off the map. I mean, that, this is a. Uh, actually, but the Blue Jays falling off the map doesn't affect it. Uh, I mean, Mike Trout's won the MVP multiple times on a on a fourth. Yeah, place but team. if he winds up with with like thirty five homers and suddenly Jordan hits forty, yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, I, I I like some of those big numbers. If if you're gonna bet that, this is the time to do it. Yeah, and you're betting that they get hurt, but yeah. what's wrong with that? So, um, I think I hurt somebody's feeling. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, they don't. Uh, you don't want to retire living rent-free in somebody's head. Oh, I think it's... I so think not it's, retired, bro. No, it is retired here. Bro. And as well, can we also retire one fish, two fish, Easter babies? No. that That's permanent. That's a totally different thing. Shout out to the fish. That, that's, not, that's not a phrase that got overused on Twitter. It, it, it's, it, it's your director of football operations doing stand-up, and it will always be a part of the show as long as I'm here. That's With, funny right there. Just, just so you know. Uh, someone asking the odds on the NL MVP. It looks like it's more of a three-horse race. DeGrom plus 185. Tatis plus 250. Acuna plus 450. And then it drops to Chris Bryant and Nick Castellanos plus 2,500. So there's a pretty, pretty big gap between the top three and the, the beyond that. Man, I, it's amazing how fast it got to where I just don't care about the National League at all. It is kind of funny. I mean, yeah. and the the Dodgers, the the highest the Dodgers with the highest payroll in the league by far. They're the the highest odds for them plus 3000 on Mookie Betts. Hmm. So maybe maybe not getting much paid for. Although I still think Mookie Betts is fantastic, but not having a great year at the plate. Um yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't think about the NL very often unless they're playing the Astros, I guess. Mm. So, yes, can we also retire sorry, not sorry? Have we ever used that on here? We don't, but yeah. I mean, people use it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that being. I'm okay with that being retired as well. But yeah, I don't think it's as overused as because it, it, it's it, it should start with any Houston. We have a fill in the blank. Those <laughs> should have been gone years ago. So if you're, you know, the, the whole point is if you're using that phrase, then you're not being creative. You're not being original. It's overdone. There's, there's nothing creative you can do with Houston. We have a, and there's nothing creative you can do with rent free now. Okay. So let's, uh, let's all move on from all of that. Let's move on to some Carbach. That's where we should all be moving on to. And, uh, guys, Carbach, fantastic brewery here in town. And, 
they've got something for everybody, whether you're a, a hardcore and you want to go down to the brewery and find some of those beers you can't find anywhere else in the world, or you're just a, a you know, the, the, you use it for an everyday drinker. You're drinking Love Street or Crawford Bach every day, and you're, you know, what, whatever it is, they've got you covered. The Ranch Water has been a huge hit for them. Four flavors. They come in a four pack or a, a, a 12 pack of four different flavors. Uh, and they're all excellent. The prickly pear, pear, the watermelon, which is my favorite, the Meyer lemon and the agave lime. Uh, but you can get that if you're not a beer drinker or you're watching your carb count, whatever. If you're not watching your carb count, though, you need to go down to the restaurant. The restaurant is fantastic. Tons of great things on the menu from burgers and pizzas, the Korean fried chicken, the poutine, both very high on my list. Uh, they make a great charcuterie board as well, if you're into that. Uh, it, they're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, so check them out there. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See the latest goings on with the brewery and what they're doing for July 4th, which they're actually doing on July 3rd. But you can find all that on their social media as well. When you're out and about this week, grab yourself some Carbot. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. The Culture Map Tastemaker Awards are back. Celebrating the top talent in Houston's restaurant and bar communities. Join us July 22nd at Silver Street Studios for our signature in-person tasting event and awards ceremony. Come celebrate all of the nominees like Restaurant of the Year, Bar of the Year, Best Neighborhood Restaurant, and more. We'll unveil the 2021 winners, and you'll sample bites and sip specialty drinks along the way. Get your VIP and GA tickets now at houston.culturemaptastemakers.com. There you go. Are you happy that I got that in? Does that make your day? I think it makes Courtney's day. Okay. And then... uh, We're trying to help her. Well, I mean, we're on the same team, pal. Okay? Just... Keep that in mind. We're supposed to be helping each other out without, you know, worrying about something in return. Uh, tomorrow, we will be at William Price Distilling and uh, from 1 to 7, and then uh, Richmond Arms on Friday. So, last few chances to get uh, out and see the show. I like being a listener-friendly show and all, but the fact that I don't have time to pee and wash my hands and get back in time is a little ridiculous. A little bit, Right. Just saying. Um, Clint Sterner just texted the show. What did he say? Can we, can we also retire the Baytown badass bit? It's quite lame. Yes, it'll be retired in like five weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> it's five weeks from retirement, all right? I'll stop working on my replacement. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, you need to keep working on it because, listen, the only time Clint gets to listen is when he's on his way home after his show. Yeah, that's true. So that's why he's texting in. It's either Clint or show. I'm not sure which one. Don't worry. The lame one will be gone. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, you know, not a single listener likes that bit. Not a single one. No one likes it. That's why every single one, except for you, Clint, weighs in with how much they love it. That's all. Uh, Rain Man says he ain't Kuchang Mo talking about Shohei. That's uh, true. He ain't Kuchang Mo. Boy, no one is, though, honestly. 
Do, do we know if he's still alive? Yeah, or he's did alive. We, did we quit following him? No, he's alive. Okay. Do you want to? Did you? Uh, you want to hear his final stats for the season with the Dinos? Sure. He was nine and zero with a one point seven four earned run average. Is that good? It's pretty good. <laughs> 102 strikeouts to 18 walks. That's okay. Not bad. Not bad. I'm just saying. I'm 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 not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> it is what it is. That's isn't a callback, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see this uh, Alex Caruso story? Yeah, we talked about this kind of before the show, like. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your business, bub, but don't, if you're flying back home to where, like back to your state where weed is legal, do you really need your little tiny amount of weed in your, in your bag? Like, could you not just throw it away and say, well, I'll get more when I get back to LA where it's legal. And this is the thing I, I, you guys know, I've admitted to traveling with marijuana before. I only travel with marijuana when I'm coming from a place where it's legal to a place where it's not. Because then you've got the plausible deniability of saying, "Hey, I just I forgot I had it on me, and it, I I didn't realize it was still in my bag. I apologize. You know, maybe you get some kind of a ticket. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. I'll find out one day. Uh, but, uh, will you? Because you're not gonna you're gonna be living yeah, in a place yeah, where it's legal. That's now. true. I probably won't find out. What I won't do is when I come back to Texas. I won't get some weed here and then try to travel back to my state where it's legal. That that would that just doesn't make sense. You wouldn't take sand to the beach? You don't do that. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, the, Honestly, the, the Orioles, it's just kind of like this is sad. You feel sorry this is for them. News this is this is like your your uh LAT oh. watching them play, I'm guessing. Now four nothing Astros. Mm, that's tough. Uh, but yeah, I, so I I don't feel bad for Alex Caruso. You should have thrown that weed away and just got more when you got to L.A. Not wise, guys. Tweet from Brian McTaggart. My, Michael Brantley is now 27 for 53 since coming off the I.L. Damn. That's over 500. That's good at I'm, sport. I'm not good at math, but I think that's over 500. That's That's a solid number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think we could say Alex Caruso's a dumb. He's a dumb. Okay. Just- also, man, like, didn't he, he was flying out of the Aggie Shame. airport, like the private Aggie airport. Well, no, there's a, there's an airport in College Station. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, it's. Who do you think runs that thing? Well, yeah, but I mean, it is, it is a, in, at least in name, a public airport. Come on. Which I don't know. Have, I've never flown through College Station for anything. So it's why. I mean, by the time why you would you go through the the line at the airport and everything else, you could drive there. I mean, my wife did, but she was also a student there. So, oh. and I think it had three terminals. Uh, so is it? Or, like, I mean, three gates. So who 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 flies there? Southwest is it like? A, uh, I think United. I don't think Southwest does. United and American, I believe. It'd be like United Express and American yeah. Eagle, like yeah. not real planes. They're like the little puddle jumpers, as they would call them. Yeah, yeah. he. Uh, she when she did it, she was flying from Houston to da- or from College Station to Dallas 
for some type of or to go to Pittsburgh and then College Station to Dallas to go to Hawaii. Well, so. let's face it. What mostly flies out of there are private planes. Uh, you know, yeah, so that recruiting purposes donors. and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I he's he clearly doesn't have the clout that he should have uh, as an NBA player going back to his his college town. I feel like that's it's a little disrespectful, a little disrespectful to Alex Caruso. Yeah, you kind of should. You should. Uh, I mean, if you found like a a backpack full of weed, it's one thing. That's a personal amount. Let that man live. Yeah, come on, and. and- but like I said, I, I don't feel bad for him because he's a dope. Yeah, I mean, you are a dumb if you do that. No question. But uh, yeah, I was just trying to find like a, an actual flight there. I mean, I, I guess he, I mean, is is he really flying from there to Houston and then to L.A.? I mean, unless he had a private plane. Yeah, he probably does. But then if you have a private plane, I thought you don't have to deal with TSA. No, you still have to. Hmm. You yeah. can't just like carry your bag on the plane and go on your way. No, I've heard it both ways. I've heard some people when you get on a private plane, you just pull up to the plane, they put your stuff on. I've also heard, like when I've flown with U of H to go to football games as part of the broadcast team, we had our own personal security checkpoint. Right, where they basically looked at you and went, "Why would you bomb a plane full of college players?" And they check you down a little bit, but I don't think they would have gone through so much detail Although, to wonder uh, if I. I bet, I'm guessing Alex Caruso. I don't think he was flying private. I mean, he's he's yeah, he's making two point seven a year. It, it was a very long time ago. Was the last time I was on a private plane, and you did have to go through security. Okay, and uh, and that was from here to Louisville. But that you you guys had stewardesses back then, right? Uh, flight attendants they but were at the time they were no they were already flight attendants oh okay so it wasn't that long private ago. plane flight attendants pretty i hot. picture you like on like uh like in mad men basically like slapping her on the ass and asking Pan her for Am. A, let me get another double honey <laughs> pop that's have, what I have one with me darling yeah <laughs> sit, sit here on my lap yeah. honey let's have a drink yeah why don't i take this uh seat belt <laughs> off and let's recline <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh uh <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were people like that back in the day. Uh, I was too. I was too young. I was not one of them, as far as anyone can tell. <laughs> uh, God, I don't, I don't even know if we can joke about stuff like that anymore. I don't either. Uh, I mean, you're in there shaking your head. I hope you dumped all that then. No, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, somebody says uh, maybe he was planning on smoking at mid-flight. Oh, look at Yoron. Made a play in the outfield. How about hey. that, pal? You know what? I saw him make an actual catch the other night. He just caught it right there. Wow. They hit it to him, and he caught it in the air before it hit the ground. That's an out where I come from. Tell me he Yordan can't play in the outfield. Uh, Tuesday Texture says, I see Fred and Jerome making crass comments to stewardesses in the 90s, the good old days. Uh, no, You know why Jerome wouldn't do that? Because guess what Jerome used to do way back in the day? He was a flight attendant. That's true. He's got respect. He'd tell you to put the brakes on that kind of talk. And he'd tell you to go to new brakes to do it. Well, okay, maybe they can't do that, but they do everything else, as long as it's brakes. And the great thing about new brakes, you go to newbrakes.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, mention ESPN, you're going to get 10% off your service. They are going to come to you. They're a mobile brake repair service. So if you, uh, there's no reason right now for you to have to go to a shop and sit there and wait for two hours, or a dealer and wait for two hours. When they can come to your house, 
They'll do it fast. They'll do it quickly. They'll do it. Uh, they'll do great work, and you're going to save twenty to fifty percent more than what you would get at a shop or a dealer on average. And uh, the cool thing is, when you go to the website, they're going to get right back to you. You're going to get a surprise free repair quote, and uh, they're going to reach out and learn everything in a couple minutes and get you set up. And everyone who's used it, all the blisters say the same thing. I'll never get my brakes done by anyone else. Super convenient, super nice and quick. Uh, and if you need to get it done for one of your family members' cars, you can send them over to do that. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. Now I'm a paraplegic and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, yeah. Cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. la da da you are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. John in League City said he actually had no weed on him. He had a grinder and there was residue on the grinder. TSA checked him and the A&M campus police arrested him since they secured the airport. I thought that he had both. I knew that he had, he got arrested for. Well, there were uh, on the re- arrest report. It said he did have weeds. So I don't know. I know he uh, had it. Like they gave him uh, there were because there were two charges. He had a charge for weed possession and a charge for paraphernalia, uh, which was for the grinder. But either way, or pterodactyls. I'm not sure. Either way, like why you don't need that? A little grinder, probably what ten dollars or something, bro. You're a millionaire hoops player. All right, let's uh, wrap things up the uh, way we do every Wednesday with a little death. <sighs> Best way to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. People who have died uh, during the past week over history. Uh, Historically speaking. So this Triple X Temptation rapper, was he a big deal? I, yeah. I remember it was big news. but Yeah, it was big news. Okay. Uh Big Van Vader, American wrestler, dead at 63 in 2018. Uh, He's my favorite guy to use on the video game. Uh, Mm -hmm. My sons get pissed because I whoop their ass with old old Vader. Vader time. Vinny Paul, 2018, drummer for Pantera, dead at 54. Uh, And 2015, Dick Van Patten, dead at 86. I just like calling him Dick. Well, that was his name. Yeah. Uh, Sports figures, 1989, John Matuzak. Who was both an actor and a raider? Uh, accidental overdose, age of thirty-eight. Mom, mom. John David Crow, twenty fifteen, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, also was the original in- investor in the dog track, and his nephew, who also played at A and M, who was a real good friend of mine, Norman Crow, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. So, uh, John David Crow dead at seventy-nine. Two thousand two, Jack Buck, dead at seventy-seven. Good run for Jack. Yeah, and that's the way it ends. 1986, Lynn Bias. Less of a good run. Dead at 22. Dies of a cocaine-induced seizure. He's the reason I never did cocaine. It scared the hell out of me because allegedly he only did it one time and it killed him. And that freaked me out. No one only does cocaine once. Yeah, I, I, I've learned <laughs> that now over the years. Uh, 2010, Manute Bowl, better known as the sire of Bowl Bowl. That's uh, true. Dead at 47. Daryl Kyle in 2002. Did we ever find out what the 
I mean, I know they, they say heart attack, but do we ever find out what the root of that was? No. I, I, I would call it suspicious. Well, a 33-year-old guy in great health dies of a heart attack. That seems yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, 2007, one of your all-time favorites. 38 years old, Rod Beck. The, the Rod Beck Memorial League. Yeah. It's actually on, be a, it's on hiatus now. It had to be a really big lead. Like, uh, <laughs> um, he used to take his air. He parked when he was in the minor leagues, like after his career, he'd park his RV out behind, like behind the left field uh, bleachers and like just hang out and drink beers with fans. Hmm. Like I was badass. Uh, and he did cocaine more than once and eventually died. 20. Uh, this is today. John McAfee. The inventor of yeah. the antivirus software. I was hoping he would die from the virus, but he committed suicide in Spanish prison at 75. Yeah. Ooh, who gets in a Spanish prison at 75? That's not good. What did he do to get in there? Uh, I think he has some issues with the U.S. government. And Tax evasion stuff. And yeah. Other, apparently, he's got a lot of... This is going to be a very... If details come out on what really happened, it's going to be one of the most interesting stories, yeah. death-wise, in the last year and a half. So. And it ain't going to look great for the U.S. government. No. So, so it's but gonna- shocker, the U.S. government is the root of someone dying. Yeah, people already went started digging up tweets of him saying, I would never commit suicide if I'm, for some reason, magically fall, like, I commit suicide, quote-unquote. It wasn't me. I'm so glad I'm not famous enough or, or rich enough that the U.S. government would want me offed. They do want you offed. Well, if they wanted me off, I, I wouldn't be around. Trust so, me. So he's going to go viral? Is that? Okay. Um, let's see. We've got uh, skip, skip, skip. Best, best deaths. Let's do the best deaths. 2012, Rodney King, accidental drowning at 47. Why can't we all get along? Yeah. 2013, James Gandolfini, dead of a heart attack at 51. And see, when James Gandolfini dies of a heart attack, you don't go, oh, that's suspicious. Yeah. When Daryl Kyle does, you go, wait a minute. 1947, and I, I will stick to this, one of the top five gangsters of all time in the United States, Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, created casinos in Las Vegas, got whacked for it at the age of 41. But uh, not a great run. No, well, he had a pretty good run. He he whacked a lot of dudes. He founded Las Vegas. Uh, he also didn't take the hint from other mob bosses of hey, chill what you're doing. Yeah, he was well liked, but they did not want to have to pull the plug on him. But they did. It's a shame. I've, I've actually read a lot of books on Bugsy Siegel and Meyer Lansky and Charlie Luciano. All those guys were. Uh, but yeah, he basically his girlfriend was scamming money from the mob and Whoops. yeah guess what the mob hates when you do that yeah don't steal you don't Not steal from them wise guys uh 1631 john smith english explorer and leader of the virginia colony dead at 51 1876 antonio lopez de santa ana president of mexico uh dies at the age of 79 lasted a lot longer than i would have let him last uh, you disliked him he would have died in 1836 mm. if it were up to me. If I if I had been uh, if I'd been one of those Texans at the time. So you mean the white people came in and, and stole the land from the Mexicans? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2008, George Carlin, dead at 71. Yeah, that's a good one. Top five for me. Uh, I'm not as high on him, but but 
he'd be in my top 10. Uh, 2009, Ed McMahon, dead at 86. Yes! Well, I think now I'd be, no! <laughs> all right, here we go. Dead porn stars. I, all right, uh, 2010, Laura Cannon, 63. Oh, uh... I'm going to go with natural causes. A cause of death unknown, so that is correct. Correct. Mia Peach, 22 years old in 2012. Oh, Mia Peach, 22. That's not natural. I'm going to go with uh, murdered. Cause of death unknown. I'm going to give you the point. More than likely. You're two for two. All right, we got three more. Can we do it? Is this going to happen? 2016, Ana Amore, dead at 48. Heart attack. Cause of death unknown. Ding, 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 ding. You're three for three with two left. Thank you. 2020, Margot Stevens, 48 years old. Suicide. Ah, heart attack. I almost said heart attack. I know. And finally, uh, 2010, Allison Parks, 68 years old. Cause of death unknown. Heart failure. Close <laughs> enough. I'm going to give it to you. So you went four for five. Damn. Damn. The perfect game is, has got to happen before you're gone. Ah. It's like when I'm going for the Grand Slam and you trip yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with a whopping four-shot victory. All right. That will wrap it up. Good job, Aaron. Good job, AJ. Tomorrow, come out and see us. And uh, we'll also be up Friday. So last last few times here, guys. Till tomorrow. Stay sports, you bitches. My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.